Welcome back everyone, I'm your host Ryan, and today we're going to talk about the NBA Playoffs. Because it's Wednesday Sports Opinions. Because I fucking can't. Uh, as of today, uh, round one finished, uh, technically speaking. Um, I'm recording this on the 8th of June, I believe. Yes, it is the 8th of June today. Uh, as of yesterday, technically the playoffs finished, but I'm recording it today because yesterday I did the Euros. Uh, but that will be uploaded uh, technically on the 9th, but this will be uploaded on the 16th. So, you know, it is what it is. But, the NBA playoffs, uh, round 1 has finished. Um, my Boston Celtics got eliminated in 5 games. I'm honestly not surprised though. Um, we played really inconsistently and one of our best wing players, Jalen Brown, got injured. Like, literally right before the, the playoffs started. And so, I wouldn't say literally right before. It was like a few a few... A handful of games before the playoffs, but still, he got injured. Unfortunate uh, for us, and then Kemba was in and out of the lineup, so was Robert Williams, our starting center. And we just didn't really have enough you know, center depth to really hold that. Tristan Thompson plays more of a 4 than a 5. Um, and his defensive capabilities aren't amazing. Uh, from, the, from, the one, from game 2 and 3 that I watched... Um, but we, we, I hope we did well. Um, we put up a fight. We probably should have done a bit better, honestly. But considering our constant inconsistent starting five, because um, Kemba Walker was out quite a bit, Robert Williams was out for, I think, two games in that series. Uh, Tristan Thompson, I think, missed a game as well. And, you know, Jason Tatum can't constantly just carry our team. Um, he needs more than that. And so... Yeah, Brooklyn Nets uh, moved on. Uh, they play Milwaukee as of today, as of recording this episode. They are 2-0 up against um, uh, Milwaukee. Brooklyn Nets are 2-0 uh, against Milwaukee with a very dominant uh, performance today. Um, I don't like the Brooklyn Nets, especially with their super team. I just don't like a lot of their players on that team. But, hey, I can't blame them. They're all very, very good players. And they have good bench depth as well. So, I can't blame them for being one of the best contenders in the East. Um, the other games, uh, the major one that I was really, really looking forward to uh, <laughs> uh, was the Heat against Milwaukee. Uh, it was a rematch of the... Uh, I think it was the conference semifinals of uh, the bubble last season, uh, I believe. Uh, and uh, Milwaukee lost that series, uh, but in this one, Milwaukee swept Miami. And to be honest, I wasn't overly surprised. Uh, Miami, he had a shorter offseason compared to everyone else. Uh, plus, a lot of their players dropped off after the bubble performance. Uh, naming one Tyler Hero, his, his shooting got... A bit poorer, his points per game and everything else kind of dropped off quite a bit. Jimmy Butler was in and out of the lineup, constantly getting injured and all that stuff. Um, ben Adebayo did well, but there were moments where he didn't show up. Jimmy Butler didn't really show up and hit in the series either. And Milwaukee just outplayed them. They had a fantastic performance against them in all four games. So, hey, uh, congrats to Milwaukee. They're playing Brooklyn and they're losing. So... You know, it is it is what it is. Uh, moving to the West for a little bit. Uh, the LA Lakers lost to the Phoenix Suns. Congrats to the Phoenix Suns for making it out of the first round of the playoffs in a, quite a long while. Um, 
Devin Booker just put in a clinic against the Lakers, and honestly, the Lakers roster was a shambles. Um, constantly inconsistent starting five. Uh, Anthony Davis uh, got halfway, got injured halfway through game three. Um, didn't play amazing after those through his injury, and then not really having a, a fantastic starting five. Uh, like center, like not having a fantastic starting center. You got Andre Drummond, you got Marcus Sol, you got Montrezl Harrell, all technically centers, all not doing great. Uh, like Marcus Sol's good to space the floor. His defense is a little bit sloppy now, but he still puts up a fight. Montrezl Harrell more of a scoring option. Defense not so great, but he can guard from the one to the five. But his five guard is pretty poor. Uh, considering he has to play against DeAndre Aiden um, in that five position. Um, and DeAndre Aiden is definitely much bigger and much better than him. Uh, and then Andre Drummond not really performing to the standards everyone expected him to be. Uh, everyone expected the LA three, like big three, to be Andre Drummond, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Uh, but that never ended up being the case. Andre Drummond actually really lowered and hindered the, the roster actually more than he actually helped. Um, and then, uh, I mean, LA just played a bad series, it was, a, I think that they finished in game six, uh, Phoenix, it was 4-2, I mean, I didn't watch a lot of the series, because I'm not a big Phoenix fan, um, but Phoenix has a, a good roster, to be fair, and they, they moved on for very good reason, and, um, you know, one of the LA teams is now out. The other one is still in. Uh, moving on to the LA, LA, LA team. LA Clippers versus Dallas Mavericks. I was really, really excited for this series because I love watching Luka. Luka Doncic playing is fantastic to watch. Um, you know, a lot of people's opinions on Christos Porzingis. It's a lot of negative. Uh, but after watching some of the games, uh, he just doesn't fit into that system of Rick Carlisle, I believe. Like... He's being played as like a spot-up shooter, as like a stretch five, uh, like a, a floor spacer and five. But he, I think the Dallas Mavericks need more than that. They need more perimeter help, and they need a little bit more defense as well. Uh, and that's what Josh Richardson was meant to do when they traded for him uh, by training uh, Seth Curry to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, you know, that should have been uh, something that they... People at the time thought it was a good trade for both teams. Uh, 76 just needed floor spacing. They needed some perimeter help. Definitely with Ben Simmons not really shooting at all. More playing as a point forward than anything. But he still plays point guard. Considering he's like 6'9". Almost 6'10". He's, he's fucking tall to be fair. Um, and then... You know... And then Josh Richardson was a good wing. Uh, a two-way guard. Uh, could could shoot. Could do a lot of... Uh, pretty much a bit of everything. Um... But then he's he's dropped off quite a bit, and he played I think like six minutes in Game Seven, so yeah. And Kristaps Porzingis not really being the the lethal player we saw uh, saw him as uh, uh, with the Knicks, uh, so a lot of people are commanding Kristaps to be traded. But I mean, my honest opinions, I just don't see much happening from a Kristaps Porzingis trade or Tingus Pingus, according to some Knicks fans, when he got drafted. Uh, <laughs> I just don't really see much happening. Like, he could, yeah, maybe a trade to Boston, which I actually wouldn't like at all, because I really prefer Robert Williams over Christos Porzingis in general. Like, the only reason we would probably do that is to offload Kemba's contract and 
play someone else at the point. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, yeah, we got a bit of a younger four, uh, front court now. Uh, maybe Robert Williams playing the four, Kristaps playing the five uh, in Boston. And then in Dallas, uh, Luka can play the two or three. Probably play the three in that system with Josh Richardson playing the two. Kevin Walker playing the one. And then uh, you can probably look at uh, Powell playing the four and then uh, Maxi Kleber playing the five. Something like that. Or maybe Tim Hardaway Jr. playing the four and then Maxi Kleber or Powell or maybe uh, Boban playing the five. Uh, Boban played some really good minutes uh, during the series, but overall they just didn't have enough supporting help for Luca. Luca really carrying that team to a game seven. Um... Yeah, they were winning at one point, but at the same time, like, L.A. was going to adjust eventually, uh, considering that Dallas couldn't really finish games as much as they wanted to. Um, so, I really couldn't see the Dallas Mavericks, like, winning overall. I just wanted them to win personally because I really love seeing Luka play, and I wanted to see him progress further than round one. Um, but he could, he, 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 he could only do so much, and he did everything he could. Um, to really help that team get to where they got. <sighs> disappointing though, disappointing result uh, in the end. Um, then it was Philadelphia and uh, Washington in the East, I believe. Uh, Philadelphia went through. They're playing. <sighs> Fuck. Who are they playing? Oh no! <laughs> um, I'm so annoyed. I can't remember. I was watching these as well. They're playing the Hawks, by the way, sorry, my bad. This brain just died. Um, yeah. In the East, it was, yeah, 76ers and then Wizards. And then the last matchup was the Hawks versus the Knicks. Uh, that's just me refreshing my brain and seeing who played who. Um, I didn't watch a lot of the Hawks-Knicks games. Uh, all I really can tell you is Julius Randle didn't show up. Um... And like in my honest opinions, he he could have done much better. And then uh, Derek Rose could only do so much when he's coming off the bench. Uh, he started, I think, one game. I didn't. I, I can't tell you for like for certain. Uh, but you know, Trey Young and then his young core around him honestly helped him uh, with John Collins. And then you got um, Clint Capella in there as well. Uh, I wouldn't say Clint Capella is overly young, but he, he's still decently young. Uh, from what I remember, at least, my memory could be very, very wrong, though. Uh, and then you got uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and then you've got uh, Danilo Gallinari, I believe, as well, in that squad. And I think I think their rotation's quite good as well. Um, so, overall, I think the quality was there over the Knicks. The Knicks had a very surprising season, though. Uh, very happy for them, after they had just a lot of questionable moves, after signing, like, six power forwards in one offseason in free agency. Very confusing, but hey, they made it work. Um, and uh, I hope to see more of it uh, next season. Uh, Washington, Philadelphia. I don't really like Philadelphia as a Boston fan. I really hate them. Uh, luckily, we swept them last season in the playoffs. But this season, we can't even face them in the further in the playoffs because we lost in round one. Uh, Philadelphia has a very nice and strong squad. Uh, they got rid of the Al Horford contract, which was honestly a stupid idea to give out anyways. Uh, but they got rid of that. Um, and they got some more help. Uh, help <laughs> they got more help uh, with the shooting with Seth Curry as well. Uh, 
good rotations as well, and Ben Simmons had a very good season, and so did Joel Embiid in the MVP conversations. Um, very, very good season overall by uh, both players on the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, and honestly, they, they've got a bright future ahead of them. Still young stars, good, good, nice, and experienced core around them with some young talent here and there. So I'm very excited to see where they go. Hopefully that Boston doesn't get smashed by them constantly. But, you know, as a Boston fan, we I've watched enough inconsistency to be like, yeah, we're going to lose probably two game, two or three games to them in the season. And then win, like, one for, like, the, the fans. And then get destroyed in the playoffs eventually. <laughs> um... I mean, Washington tried to play well. I mean, like, yeah, they had two stars in the in the backcourt, but other than that, there's not much to really say there about them. Like, Rui Hachimura did alright, but, eh. It was more Russell Westbrook and then Bradley uh, Bradley Beal kind of carrying that, and that, that team uh, throughout the entire season, honestly. Um... Although they did well, I can't I can't say anything small about that. They they played fantastic, uh, considering that they had barely any help. So, hey, congrats to them. Um, moving back to the West, uh, we got the Nuggets and the uh, Trailblazers. Uh, did uh, watching Damian Lillard put up fifty five points in I think double overtime, and still losing was crazy. Um. I swear in that game he barely missed. He could he could not miss in like the later half of the game. He was carrying the Portland Trailblazers. And I mean overall you gotta say the, the Nuggets have a better roster. <coughs> uh you can you can't scoff at Nikola Jokic and then the rest of his core. We got uh MPJ, uh, I was gonna name other people. We got Austin Rivers who actually gave some valuable minutes. Uh, uh, <coughs> off the bench. Uh, who's their starting point guard now? Oh, it's, um, Campazzo or something. I can't remember his full name or whatever. Uh, but he's the Argentinian. I think he was seven. I can't remember. But, you know, overall, their, their squad was probably more talented and had a lot more depth than Portland. Portland had some good players, from what I remember and from what I know. It's just... There are moments we can't defend against Nikola Jokic, especially when their centers are the greatest. Uh, you got Enes Kanna uh, on that squad. I can't remember the other. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, um, good offensive big. Uh, don't know a lot about his defensive prowess. Uh, and then I think they brought in what Aaron Baines as well, uh, who's also a good scoring big, but not a lot of def- defense there. So, unfortunate to the Trailblazers. Uh, I. They put up the best fight they could, honestly. Uh, but a lot of people are saying it's time for Damian Lillard to leave. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, apparently CJ McCollum might leave as well. And that's two of their veteran guards that they really probably want to keep. So, it is what it is. Uh, and then the last uh, West uh, round one was uh, Jazz Memphis. Uh, so the Jazz and the Grizzlies. Um, the Grizzlies put up a, food f- a good fight. Like, the Grizzlies put up a good fight. Um, just unfortunate that the Jazz probably is just a better squad overall. Um, the Jazz have Jonas Valanciunas, Jan Morant, uh, Dylan Brooks, uh, Grayson Allen put some good minutes up as well. Um, 
you know, overall, not a bad team. They actually put up a fight. Um, but, obviously, the Jazz is definitely a more talented and experienced team compared to the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Uh, the Grizzlies really haven't reached the playoffs in the last decade in a while. It's probably more than a decade. It's been quite a long time since I remember them making the playoffs. Uh, well, the Jazz with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert... Uh, I was going to say Ricky Rubio, but no, he's not on that team anymore. He's with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, no, they have uh, Joe Ingles, still a very good veteran guard on the bench. Uh, I wish I could name you that starting five, but I really fucking can't. <laughs> no, I look like a fake fan. I just haven't watched a lot of the other games besides Boston and uh, Dallas, really. Um... Because I pay attention to the teams I really, really like in watching and really enjoy. Uh, and, I mean, I don't like watching Boston play sometimes because it's honestly bad. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And so, uh, I mean, it was it was a good series, to be fair. But what else can you do about it? Uh, <laughs> there's more experience in the Jazz team than the, the Grizzlies team in the playoffs, at least. So, that's what it is. Um... Well, now, on, moving on to my opinions in uh, the conference semi-finals now. Uh, Brooklyn-Milwaukee. Well, considering that Milwaukee is currently uh, 0-2 against Brooklyn, it's not looking great. Um, I expected Milwaukee to put up a bit more of a fight, considering that uh, Brooklyn don't really have a great defense to counter against Giannis, from what I looked on the stat, uh, from from on paper at least, from what I looked at, because uh, Giannis can really rip through a lot of them. Um, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, not known for great defense. Durant's probably the best defender on that team, um, considering that their rotation looks like Kyrie Irving, James Harden, uh, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant playing the four, and then their five currently being Blake Griffin or something and you know it's not fantastic <laughs> uh, the best defender they have on that team is probably Blake Griffin or Kevin Durant and that's not great but considering that Brooklyn held Milwaukee to 86 points is a bit of a surprise um Wow, Giannis only scored 18 points. On what efficiency, though? I need to know. <laughs> I'll look at it later. But, you know, it's... It's a bit concerning when you have... such a great player in Giannis, who can really rip through a lot of defenses on his own, being held to 18 points against a defense that doesn't look great on paper. It's kind of concerning... Um, especially even with James Harden out injured, uh, I expected Milwaukee to put up a bit more of a fight as well, considering one of their biggest scorers on that team and one of the biggest playmakers on that team is now gone. You know, now it's more of the Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Kyrie Irving show. Um, still great players, all three of them. Um, you know, Brooklyn's got a, a great team over there. Um... Uh, I expect Milwaukee to put up more of a fight, especially considering that Giannis signed a max extension not too long ago, um, and forcing him to stay there for the next couple couple years now. Um, 
and I mean they've got all the help he they can really get for him. I mean they could have probably done better. Um, like PJ Tucker isn't great. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie there. Uh, Brook Lopez good stretch big, just sometimes has a bit questionable on defense. Um, Drew Holiday is a good guard. Chris Middleton can have moments. And then Bryn Forbes didn't do bad in the series against Miami. It's just maybe now he's not doing so great. Uh, and then Bobby Portis is eh, okay. And then Pat Connaughton got minutes. Tanasis Atentacumbo got minutes. And then, you know, Jeff T got some minutes as well, but not really anything happening there. And Justin Jackson even got some minutes and scored six points. Uh, but, like, they're really going to their depth chart for something I don't really consider they need to do. Um... But hey, I mean, Brooklyn, I don't think will be a sweep. I really don't, in my opinion. I I hope Milwaukee at least makes it a game, like six-game series, maybe even a seven-game series. But looking at it right now, I it's more looking like a 4-1 kind of game, like five-game series. Looking at it right now. Um, the Lakers are... Oh, no. The Lakers. The Lakers got eliminate Ryan. Fucking hell. Uh, the Nuggets are playing the Suns right now, and well, okay. Um, the Suns are winning by 18 points. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, my friend who supports the Nuggets. I definitely know someone who supports the Nuggets. I'm sorry. Oh no! The scoreline changes. 103 to 88. Cool. <laughs> um, I think I think Nuggets should win that series. Um. But missing Jamal Murray might be a big problem, considering they needed, uh, they really relied on his scoring in the bubble. Um, even though his season kind of dipped off, like his stats dipped off in the regular season, um, you know he's still a big contributor to that team. Uh, considering uh, even though the Nuggets have uh, good wing wing players in MPJ and Aaron Gordon now, I finally think figured out his fucking name. Um, you know they. They still need some good guard presence, and and Campazzo is good, but Jamal Murray can can be considered much better than him, um, considering he has to guard against uh, Chris Paul, and Chris Paul CP3 is one of the best point guards currently active in the league. Uh, I can I, I think that's my I think that's correct in my opinion at least. He's a fantastic point guard, still working his, still making plays, still doing things. Um, and making it look easy. And then you got DeAndre Aiden, you've got Devin Booker playing the two with fantastic shooting as well. Put up, I think, 50 recently or something like that. He put up quite a lot of points, 40, I think, something like that, and um, beat the Lakers. You know, it's nothing but respect for, for the Suns team right now. They're doing fantastic uh, considering where they were not too long ago. Um, you know, I I, I I believe in that series will be like a probably a six game series where the Nuggets win maybe four two maybe it'll be a seven game series where it's four three to the Nuggets maybe to the Suns as well I think it'll be a very very close series very good series as well I don't think there'll be any overly dominant performances by each team I think it'll be quite a close series uh, so I think it could go either way but I think the Nuggets will prevail in the end um, the 76ers are losing one zero to the Hawks. I'm, in my personal opinion, I think the 76ers should win this. They should definitely make the conference finals. The Atlanta Hawks, while they have a good, young, talented core with some veterans surrounding them and having a good supporting cast, 
The 76ers just have a dominant force in center with Joel Embiid and really should hold the paint down. Um, Clint Capella is not amazingly great at defense. He can put up a good defensive performance, but defending against Joel Embiid is quite difficult, especially when he can space the floor with the shooting as well. And Ben Simmons being one of the best, you know, playmaking uh, and defensive point guards, especially at his size, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to really see how Atlanta could really win any more than two games past them. I think this was just a really lucky break that they won the last game. Um, and so I think Philadelphia should win and prevail towards the end. So a six-game series, probably 4-2 to Philadelphia. The Jazz versus the Clippers. I think the Clippers win this one. Excuse me. I hate to say it, but I think the Clippers should win that one. Um, yes, the Jazz have really good bad, and the Clippers definitely have a solid five, um, considering they only, they normally play like four small forwards, uh, with Kawhi, Paul George, Nicholas Batum, and then, uh, uh, one of the Morris brothers, I think it's Marcus, I think, I could be wrong, uh, one of the Marcus, uh, one of the Morris brothers, um, Morris can definitely play power forward, Batum can play five, George can play two, Kawhi can play three, uh, I think that's how their lineup's going anyways. And then at the point, I think it's Seth. No, that's not Seth. That's uh, that's a self Philadelphia. Fucking hell. Um, playing point is Rajon Rondo, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it'll be a good, I think a good series as well. Maybe five, six games. Um, I don't think any of these games will really be. I don't really think any of these series will be sweeps. Uh, I really doubt it. Um. It's just hard to see how any of these uh, series will be favored in one way or the other. Um, but you have to th- you have to think that the Jazz had a five-game series compared to the Clippers who had a seven-game series um, very recently, and the Clippers have one day, no, two days of rest, while the Jazz have had quite a few days of rest compared to the Clippers. So. Will the Clippers be burnt out after four games with the Jazz, or will they continue to prevail with the strength of their team? Who knows? But I, I think, I think in the end, I think the Clippers will will win that series. Um. So making predictions now: if the Clippers win, uh, in in my predictions, and if the uh, Nuggets win, in my predictions, then in the conference finals will be Nuggets Clippers, and I think it'll be. Pretty close. Uh, I I don't think it'll be another 3-1 choke by the Clippers like last season in the bubble. Um, I think it'll be much closer. Um, but like the games will be close, but the series won't be close. Um, like it'll be like a 4-1 kind of to either team, but the games have only won or lost by like a field goal, maybe like two points, maybe four points. Um, so it'd be like very close games, uh, not necessarily close series. Um, the numbers will tell you otherwise. So, in my opinion, I think the Nuggets go back to the finals. Uh, not go back to the finals, they go to the finals. And then from the east, it'll be, in my predictions, it'll be Philadelphia and then, uh, Brooklyn. <sighs> Ooh. Pro- probably Brooklyn and that. I think, I think the offensive power from Brooklyn will overpower the defensive possibility of Philadelphia. Um, but it really could go either way as well. These, these, these games are really hard to call. Um, 
it also depends on how many games each series plays out to be. Because um, if Brooklyn sweeps, then they've got a lot of time to rest compared to Philadelphia, who need to come back from a 1-0 uh, you know, deficit. And so, most of these games could really go either way. And I don't blame you if you think the Suns might win against the Nuggets. I really don't blame you if you think the Jazz might win against the Clippers. I really don't blame you if you think either. Uh, all my predictions are wrong. I honestly don't know either. A lot of these predictions are hard to make. Uh, so in the finals, I predict it will be a Brooklyn Nuggets finals. And I wouldn't be able to tell you who the fuck wins that. But probably uh, the Brooklyn Nets, considering the firepower is ungodly. And I don't know when James Hunt will be back. But if he does come back, they... Yeah, they're almost unstoppable. So, that is my predictions for the NBA playoffs. I hope you guys have enjoyed, and I'll be ending this one short again. So, I'll see you guys next time. Peace!